That's what I was going to do. <laughs> I had a way to start this podcast, but I forgot what I was going to talk about. There's a lot that just happened before we started this podcast. <laughs> I don't remember. You're going to Disney again, huh? That's exciting. Yeah, in uh, like a week and a half. And down there for my girlfriend's birthday. Just a three, four day trip. So what is your plan this time for Disney? Because you've been to Disney enough times now. So I, do you know your way around or are you still checking out new places every time you go down? No, I pretty much know what my way around. It was one of those things like, do you have something that you haven't done since childhood, but if you did it now, you would be able to like get right back into it? Yeah, I could probably beat Lego Star Wars with my eyes closed. Yeah, right. So, like, <laughs> Disney was one of those places, because I probably went, like, six or seven times when I was a little kid. So, it was one of those things, like, once I went there, it's like, oh, okay, I remember my way around this place. <laughs> I've never uh, been there. Really? I don't know what it's like down there. Well, you're not a big roller coaster guy, right? No, but I would do. I would go to Star Wars World and play there forever. Yeah, for sure. And, like, that's the thing, too. Disney, as much as they have a few roller coasters, they really don't have as many as you would think. No, that's, like, a legit amusement park, not, like, a... I don't know what else you'd call <laughs> A non-legit amusement park. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. What's another word for an amusement park? Nothing? Enjoyable. There is no, there's, no, there's no other name, is there? That's the only one we got. Yeah, I think so. I think we pretty much understand amusement park and don't need much elaboration. I just feel like there's another name for it. Let me look it up. So, I'm what's your really... plan this? T- what's your Disney plan this time? All right. So this time it's actually kind of cool. We're going. Uh, we leave, I believe, Sunday morning, and then during the day Sunday, we're gonna go to Magic Kingdom, which is the one with the castle and Splash Mountain and all the those fun rides. They got the Buzz Lightyear ride there. That one's my favorite ride at Disney, Ooh, nice. and also the Carousel of Progress, which Alyssa hates it. But it's literally just you go, you sit in a little theater for like 15 minutes. The theater spins around as you go, and they have little animatronic dudes on the stage just telling you a story about how the world is advancing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I go on it every time I go to Disney. That's, you know, the song that is a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. No. Oh, it's from that ride. <laughs> I have 12 synonyms for amusement park. What do you got? We have uh, Amusement Center. That's not the one I was thinking of. Carnival. Nope. That's not what I was thinking of. Fun Fair. Definitely not. Mr. Krabs is Fun Fair. Tivoli. Do you know what a Tivoli is? No clue. Well, I was thinking it's like an amusement park. Yeah, it's a synonym to amusement park. Uh, Disney World. <laughs> That's a synonym for amusement park. Disney They're World. They're not wrong. <laughs> uh, fair. Um, my personal favorite, Pleasure Ground. <laughs> Oh, I like that, too. That sounds like something that would be on um, whatever that weird definition website. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, uh, Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Where are you going this weekend? Oh, you know, the Pleasure Ground. (laughs) What now? Yeah. Pleasure Ground. There's always kids there. (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of kids running around. Yeah, the Pleasure Ground. Oh, um, the Fun Fair again, but this time it's two words, not one. Theme Park, which is the word I was looking for. Okay. Uh, Safari Park and Water Park. Nice. Safari know. Park. I've never I, heard of Safari Park. No, I guess my overall point was that 
at Disney, there's a bunch more to do, obviously, than just go like roller right. coasters. Like when you do like Great even, Escape or something, it's mostly roller coasters. Right. But even like the rides there, I don't know. Do you know Splash Mountain? Like, do you have any idea what that is? I've heard of it, but like. Uh, yeah. So it's basically a log ride, and there's one somewhat large drop at the end. But would that be something you would do or no? No, I just uh, ugh, freaks me out just thinking about it. I hate it's, that. it's the drop. I, I hate that feeling. Oh, I love it. I I used to hate. it. <sighs> When's the last time you tried? Twenty fourteen. <laughs> I thought you were going to say never. <laughs> I went on the. Uh, no, it was probably maybe it was twenty fourteen. The comet. It's the only roller coaster I've ever been on it. <laughs> I'm good on that one. But I, if we ever did like a group trip to Disney, I would no. make you go on Splash Mountain. That would be the only ride I would make you go on. I hate it's making my like my toes like scrunch up right now thinking about that feeling of. <sighs> See, I I never would go on roller coasters. Splash Mountain would scare me. Like there was a whole bunch of rides that I was like, if I'm going on it, I'm holding tight under the the handlebar thing. Last time I went, I found out I am an arms in the air, <laughs> scream as loud as I can type of. Good for you. I close. I close my eyes and go like this, and just sit there and just <laughs> and just wait till no. Wait, I went to at, I think it was at Hershey Park. I went to a uh, on a roller coaster, and I hated every second of it. That was about three years ago. Okay. Uh, but think about it. Try to do this, and then you're never gonna do it again. So, so I don't know why I'm saying this. Just think about it like you're in a car. That seems like an awful idea. Why? You're going a million miles an hour, and it's scary. You're going slower than you do on the highway. <laughs> really? You're not going 180. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see average roller. i just know so this is this is my story the comet so like you're going up the <laughs> you get to the top instantly close my eyes and just held on to my seat the entire time just didn't just didn't move a muscle hated every second of it people are screaming all around me i hated it all all right according to uh Time.com. I should have said rollercoaster.com. The uh, the number one ranked roller coaster in America has a top speed of like 81 miles per hour. But but in a car, you're not going like this. You know? You've never driven down a hill? Not that. No, you do no. not get that feeling going that fast. You know where hill. you do, and you, <laughs> you might not know what I'm talking about. No, I don't know where you're, you're going do. to. On uh, Beaver Dam Road. Uh, I know Beaver Dam Road, yes. If you go, I think, just past Sam's house, if you're going from Burn to Voorheesville. R.I.P. Sam's There's house. like two quick drops, and you kind of get that feeling in your gut. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's like, it's over quick. Yeah. But like, it's, so like, it exists. Nah, dude, it ain't, it, <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. I'm out on that. No, nah, I'm anti-roller coasters. Always have been, always will. I mean, that's disappointing to hear because I would have thought that you would be alongside me, arms in the <laughs> arm, air, just screaming as loud as you can. Arms linked, <laughs> screaming. No, I hate that feeling of your stomach dropping. Like they have that one water slide where you sit like this and then you yeah. just like drop. No. Yeah, dude, that no. would be tough for me. Or like the I'm Superman still... swing, like where they like. <sighs> yeah. I'm no. good. <laughs> no. I was, I was at the Great Escape the other day with one of the like. I don't know if he's an owner or whatever. Uh, and we were walking by the swing and I go, you ever done that? And he's like, I do it 
all the time. It's my favorite thing. And I'm like, you're a psychopath. <laughs> I can start getting I, that feeling when I'm a little too high on a normal swing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, like, he's at the park all the time when it's closed. And I guess for that ride, it doesn't really take much to operate. So he's like, yeah, sometimes I'll just go do it. No, man. That's ridiculous. No no chance. You, you couldn't catch me doing that at all. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever do that, too. He said the hardest part for people on that one. You're talking about the Ride of the Gate, Great Escape, right? Yeah, it's like the Superman swing it's called. Yeah. Uh, at the Great Escape, you have to pull your own like cord to make you drop. Well, so he's like, there have been times where people get up there and like are they just can't do it, and we have to just slowly bring them back down. Yeah, I'm just like imagining myself up there, and it's like freaking me out. This See, is like I, when I think about the ocean. This is how I feel. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is something like in my head. I'm like, this is terrifying. I would never do that, but I bet if somebody forced me to, I would kind of enjoy it. You don't seem like you would enjoy it. I just don't like that feeling. Of your stomach dropping. Yeah. Uh, apparently, when you jump out of an airplane, you don't feel that. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Is I because you're not in something? Like, you're not strapped down to something that's pulling you? You're just falling at your own Yeah. And, speed? and, and if you never pull the, the parachute, you'll just hit the ground, and it'll be fine. <laughs> right, right. Then you won't have to worry about how you feel. Yeah, no, apparently, like, you don't have that feeling because... I don't know, my, the way my buddy explained to me, it's like you're already going fast enough with the plane that you just jump out and it's like, whew, I don't yeah. know. I assume that the feeling might be caused because like if you're sitting on a ride or if you're sitting in a car and that and you go down really quick, the car is pulling you down because you're strapped in with whatever. So I thought maybe that would have something to do with it. I don't know, but I'll, that's another thing I'll never do. I'll never jump out of an airplane. Yeah. Like, nothing good can come of that. <laughs> I guess you can see the world and See how round it is, but I'm not buying I, that propaganda. Right. I'll see how flat it is. Um, exactly. You ever been to the ocean? Right. Flat. Super miles. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, anyway, if the world was flat, could we see the other side of the world if there was nothing blocking our view? Like, how far is the. Yeah, if we could see stars, our eyes can obviously see that far. You know, stars in parentheses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just like, start following conspiracy theories more to the point where it's like, yeah, trees, you know, <laughs> right? Birds, okay. <laughs> well, one, we know birds aren't real. But I've right. always just—I I don't always, but I just tell people that the night sky is just a projection by NASA to keep us like, oh, there's stuff out there. When really, it's right. like the Hunger Games. It's just like a blank screen, and they just project stuff on there for us. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Like, if I found there? that I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what do you think's on the other side, though? The Matrix? Is it like a bunch of machines? Yeah. No, it's it's like the uh, the curtain in Oz. It's just a guy sitting there. <laughs> one, <laughs> one person. Who is it? Who's the, who's on the other side of that? Uh, Tim Tebow. I was gonna say Jack Black, but we can, we're on the same well, path. Yeah. <laughs> you know the obvious answers of like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tebow oh. and Jack Black back to back. Oh, I know. You know how every once in a while we have a celebrity that dies and then there's like the whole rumors about how they didn't actually die? Tupac. First it was Elvis, then it was Paul McCartney, then it was Tupac. Who's it now? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Avril Lavigne. Yeah. 
There's that rumor that she's been dead for years. Yeah, she's just been running the world behind a giant curtain in the sky. <laughs> you know, you know what? I bet you were the first people in the history of the world to say that, especially on a podcast. This is why you have to listen to this podcast. This is where you're only going to get the conspiracy theory that I'm fully entrenched in. I will never waver from this. That yeah, if you what look you up got, into, Joe Rogan, <laughs> you look up into the sky. It's just a projection, and behind the screen is Avril Lavigne. Ah, it rhymes. <laughs> I'm gonna change my hey, Twitter is that, bio. Is that all we got? <laughs> I'm gonna change my Twitter bio. Behind the screen is Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and that's and people. That's all. Like that's you and I will know, and all the listeners will understand. But yeah, so pretty much everyone will get it. Yeah, everyone, it'll catch on quick. Um, CJ, you watch anything good on TV lately? Any good movies? Any good TV shows? Um, I started, but I've only watched two episodes. Squid Game. Oh, nice! Finally on the Squid Game grind. Nice. Yeah, it's good so far. I think I'm a little bit into the third episode. Yeah, the first yeah. two are a little slow. It picks up beginning of the third. Yeah, because I remember the girl. Spoiler alert! That like crawled through the uh, the roof yeah, yeah and then there's the other girl pretending to be in the bathroom and i thought to myself this has to have been dom's favorite scene from the entire series <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's probably something weird like that but you know it definitely uh gets very interesting towards the end no that's good game's a good one um i recently on um, one season in i've watched the first season of the sopranos nice and as soon as i watched the first season everything i listen to people are talking about sopranos now Really? Levitar <laughs> mentioned it the other day, and I'm just like, fast forward, fast forward. That's the only time yeah. I've ever fast forwarded that show. I fast forwarded yeah. like five minutes because I was not taking any chances that they would yeah. spoil something. Because it's very spoilable at this point. So and you don't know? I know It's. I know it has a controversial ending. Yeah. And I know... That's all I know. I've heard spoilers for it, but it was so long ago that I don't remember any of them. Interesting. So I have no idea what's going to happen. I and mean, I hope to keep it that way. But for some reason, The Sopranos is huge right now. And everyone keeps talking about <laughs> well, it. Well, they just came out with like a sequel to it or something. Yeah, a prequel, I think. Yeah. Whatever that, it was. It. Anyway, uh, have you ever watched it? I have. And it was probably three or four years ago. It's a great show. I really think they should like it a lot. But it's odd to me that you you have spoilers to it because I felt like I was going in knowing everything because it's just that culturally significant. It's one of those things that like, I never had HBO, so I never thought I'd actually get around to watching it. Yeah. So like, I never thought I'd watch it, but I normally, I remember spoilers. I hate spoilers so much. I think it's my number one pet peeve on our list of pet peeves. Yeah. Bo gave number you a one. spoiler the other yeah. day. That was like a very minor thing. That but literally it, only came up in the end credit scene. <laughs> but it was enough. It was enough detail to be like, okay, I know it's coming now. But anyway, but I feel like I would remember. But like, maybe it's just because like certain names I didn't know who was who. Right. So like, yeah. Anyway, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, I don't think the acting is that great in season one. Yeah, it get better. It's a little campy, but then again, it's a '90s show, so like. Right, and I of, think that like. I think a lot of times in '90s shows, because we just started uh, rewatching Seinfeld, like oh, me too. as our sleep show. Nice. And uh, <laughs> like early on, I think they just try to overemphasize who they are and where they're from, and they do that by 
how they talk. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's amazing. Like, so I, I look at like a, a shootout in the Sopranos and how terribly like, yeah. <laughs> and then like you watch something like Peaky Blinders, which is one of the most, the best well-made shows I've ever seen. And it's like, it's incredible how, like how far content has come in the sense of how much better things, obviously things will change as technology changes. Right. But it's just wild to just see how far we've come when it comes to making TV shows. We may have talked about this before, but I always think that about Avatar, the James Cameron movie. Yeah. Like, we're going to look back in 30 years and think, why were people obsessing about yeah. this? Like, our our kids will have no idea why people thought Avatar was good. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know why people thought it was good. I get, like, the CGI was revolutionary at the time, but the storyline is boring. Yeah. The characters aren't that interesting. Like, it's... It's not a particularly good movie if you take out the revolutionary effects. It's the only movie I've ever seen in the movie theater three times. Really? Because you liked the movie? I or very just much enjoyed it? it. It was also 2012, I think. Right. When's the last time you watched it? Um, I watch on TV every once in a while when it's on. I don't know. I, enjoy, I, I like the world building of it all. And I like yeah. giant machines. I'm very easy to please. Yeah, <laughs> you throw some big machinery on the TV, and I'm I'm in. <laughs> I, I have said before that Avatar felt like it was trying to be Halo. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah, so I guess if you like Halo, which I'm a big fan of, yeah. you might like Avatar. That's fair. Um, I always like the creatures. I always wanted one of those dragon things. Yeah. If I had a flying dragon okay. thing, that'd be cool. That is the ride I would make you go on. It. Yes, me? I would go on that one. Yeah, we should try to do that. We might have to actually plan it out by like a year or two because this is really expensive. Wait, we actually have to plan something? I know. Uh, so out. I guess it's not happening. <laughs> no, I would love to go to I would love to go to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And I would like to do the Avatar ride that would take six months to get on. Right. See, that's the thing. We would have to find like a random week in like August that we could take off. August. It's summertime though. Yeah, but uh, I guess maybe September. Yeah, I'm thinking mid, you wanna, mid-September. You don't want to go in, like, the winter, because that, then it's just packed, especially if you go, like, in that week after Christmas, before New Year's. Yeah, but, no. like, when we're going, I think it's going to be a little too late, and also it's the week of Thanksgiving, so people probably just take the first two or three days off to go. That's a good point. I would say, I would say like, end of September is a good time to go. Yeah, because the list well, this one probably a month ago without me, maybe a little longer than that. Wow, went to Disney and, without you. That's kind of rude. Uh, I couldn't take the days off she offered. <laughs> um, and she said there was like nobody there. Like every ride was no more than twenty minute wait. Oh, that's nice. That's funny. It's still a twenty minute wait, and there's nobody there. Yeah, but like even the twenty minute waits, they feel quick because the lines at Disney, like they put so much effort into making it an experience. Yeah, I like. Look, there's a lot of times where you're just sitting in a line and it feels like you're sitting there for like 10 minutes without moving. That <laughs> obviously gets boring. But for the most part, like they keep it interesting enough that even waiting around doesn't feel as brutal as it does yeah. at a lot of other places. Yeah, no, I would say late late September through October is probably a good time to go, honestly. Yeah, we should try to, we should try to figure I, that out. I'd be totally down for that. Um, speaking of Seinfeld, this is my – I started watching it on Tuesdays ago <laughs> – Visit my sister and my little nephew Max. We watched Seinfeld together because it's on Netflix now. Yeah, I've always wanted to watch it, and I always knew it was a funny show because, like, but I just knew it would be a lot of time to invest in it. 
And I always appreciate it, but I never actually watched it. And I feel like the older you are, the more you appreciate a show like Seinfeld. So I'm on season yeah. three, I think. And that show is absolutely hilarious. It's so funny. It's so, so. Like, the four main people in that show are so funny. And each one of them is hilarious. And they work yeah. off of each other so perfectly. Like, it really fr- is, like, one of, if not the greatest shows of all time. Yeah, like, when I first started watching it, it was during quarantine last year. And my biggest gripe with it was that, like, I like continuity. And there, this show is just, like, every episode is its own thing. There's, like, small yeah. callbacks here and there. But I like when right. a show has an overarching plot and all that jazz. But, like, I get that. You can just watch the show and like every episode is laugh out loud funny. Yeah, but like The Office is kind of that way, and Always Sunny yeah, is kind but of they, that way. Yeah, oh, it's Always Sunny, absolutely. But um, yeah, they're just so vulgar and rude that it just gets your attention every single time. <laughs> I think Seinfeld, like everybody, always says because I'm pretty sure Jerry Seinfeld said it. Like, you know, Friends is just a Seinfeld ripoff, and I don't think that's totally wrong. But I think that Sonny took Seinfeld and was like, let's blow that out of the water. Because, like, yeah. everybody in Seinfeld is not a particularly good person. No, Kind of like not. with uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, right. Larry Day was just a jerk, but it's hysterical. And always Sonny was like, that's our motto, and let's just blow them out of the water. Yeah, yeah. like, everyone in Seinfeld is not a great person. But the people in Always Sonny are bad people. Right. <laughs> like, nobody's good in that show. They're all yeah. terrible people. <laughs> That's another show that's just top notch. But I'm just I'm I will it's it's just Seinfeld every episode I watch and it's just laugh out loud funny. Yeah, it's a really good show. I'm glad you're getting to enjoy it over again. Yeah, I'm living my uh, my '90s experience watching Seinfeld yeah. and The Sopranos <laughs> on a weekly basis. I will say, and have you seen all of Friends or no? No, I haven't seen all of Seinfeld or Friends. You should watch Seinfeld and then watch Friends and see which one you like better. That'll probably be. I mean, because my sister's like the biggest Friends fan of all time. We'd watch whatever episodes were on TV, and then we'd started from the beginning. We watched like the first six, seven episodes. I want to say. Yeah. Um, but then like I was like, we're watching Friends, and it just made me want to watch Seinfeld because like I need to give Seinfeld a shot. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Friends to me really does. Like, there's a lot of times after. Because I watched Seinfeld. Like, my dad watched it all the time when we were kids. That was always our pre Yankees (laughs) show. Yeah, that's a good one to watch. Or two of that. Yeah. And uh, I would, like, then I went and watched Friends probably when I was in high school. And as I'm watching, like, all of these jokes are from Seinfeld. <laughs> like every single one of them is just a ripoff of a Seinfeld joke. Yeah, the only thing with, then, fr- with friends is they make you care about like the inner relationships between everybody in the group. Yeah, Seinfeld like right. they're all just friends and they just continue to be friends and they're all just weird. Right, uh, Jerry and Elaine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was like, <laughs> you just said you hate spoilers, so I'm going to drop this on you. No, no, no. They, they, very make, they make it clear that they've had a relationship in the past. Yeah. And then there's that one episode where they talk about... <laughs> right. A friend, a friend with benefits. Thing. I don't it's know. just so funny. <laughs> we couldn't, right? <laughs> we could do this and that. <laughs> that was just so great. I think, oh, I like I said, all four of those people are just so funny. I uh, I remember one time in high school, my junior varsity basketball coach said that I reminded him of Kramer, and I don't think I've ever uh, been more flattered by something somebody has said to me. That guy, man, is ra- he is nuts. He like really his, his mannerisms are what make you laugh in that show. 
Right. He's just like he's the I love the thing where he does where he's like he's always kind of looking around. Yeah. <laughs> uh he's so good. There's no character like him in any other sitcom. No. Just like pure, every, ener- high energy. Right. Like you could probably draw a line from Sam Malone and Cheers to Jerry Seinfeld to I guess it'd be Ross maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and right. like they all kind of you kind of have that similar character arc there's nobody who i would say i guess maybe phoebe and friends would be the closest to kramer (laughs) but even she's very she's very different the way that she goes about it both are great but i think it's just different that's another one i never watched cheers that's a really good show too woody harrelson's in it yeah that's where he got started he was like the idiot bartender ted danson too oh my gosh ted danson was the lead in cheers wow (laughs) <laughs> uh danny devito's wife is the bartender kelsey Grammer. that's the guy that's the only person i know from frazier yeah well no he's in cheers his name's frazier <laughs> yeah yeah no that's Wait. it's frazier's a spinoff of cheers. okay again, i was gonna say i'm not crazy there is a show called frazier yeah that's fair um <laughs> danny devito's wife who's that one uh rita perlman is that her name Rhea, yeah, Rhea Perlman married to Danny DeVito. That is incredible. She's also like 5'2", and like her personality in the show at least is really funny. No, she also plays one of the characters in The Bad Batch, the new Star Wars show. <laughs> oh, interesting. I think I, you've probably seen her and stuff before and just not really remembered. The only thing I have her, like I would know her from according to my list on IMDb is The Bad Batch. <laughs> You don't, you've never heard of Shelley Long or Kirstie Alley? No. Oh, John Ratzenberg? You know him. From what? <laughs> you know his voice. He's oh, the, okay. Uh, Let me check it out. He's Ham. He's Ham in uh Oh, look at that. Uh, no way. He's the underminer in The Incredibles as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has a lot of voice work. He's in Boston University, too. apparently. He's in Star Wars? Who's he in Star Wars? Turns out no Star idea. Wars has a lot of connections to Cheers. 1980 cool. Star Wars. He is... Rebel Force... <laughs> Dang it. I lost it. Yeah, we, it's not on here. Rebel Force M-A-J something. In Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of wild. <laughs> wow, what a rabbit hole we just went down. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> I'm trying to find. He was in a. I think he was in Law and Order SVU. I think I just saw that. I think I just need to quit my job and spend more time watching TV and movies. Honestly, I don't think there's a better way you could spend the rest of your there's life. There's just so much content out there that I need to watch. And, and they're they're giving us too much. I can't catch up on the old stuff. And there's so much content that I want to rewatch. You know what I I, I actually have to run shortly here. So this will be one of my last points. But one thing that I've been complaining about for a while now, we keep remaking all these classic movies and shows. Can people take the good ideas that were poorly executed and remake those instead of remaking the stuff that was great? That's what they did with Dune, the new Dune movie. Like, the original Dune movie sucked. Yeah. (laughs) They redid it, and they made it good. I love that idea. Yeah, like, do stuff like that. Because, like, as much as, you know, Ghostbusters, the original, was great... I don't need to see it in its third iteration. That's so disappointing. 
first mm-hmm. Ghostbusters is so good. Then they, they really made a second were. one. It's like okay, and then they like redid it with the all female cast, which I just heard was an awful movie. Just yeah. Like, and then now they're doing like a sequel, but also its own thing, and throw Paul Rudd in there. Right. <laughs> and the kid from Stranger Things. Paul Rudd, sexiest man alive. Agreed. Well deserved. No, he won. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, we were talking about the competition. I thought we were just talking about Paul Rudd on a normal yeah. basis. Well deserved, I'd say. If you include personality, absolutely. Yeah. He's not the best looking guy, but who am I to say, you know? He's a right. stud in my eyes. Flashcast for sexiest man alive. Next year. I'm going to run for it. How do you run for that? I think that you have to probably get nominated. No, 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 no. That's not it. And I don't even know if you have to get nominated versus it's just like a bunch of people decide like, yeah, I think it's him. How to become sexiest man alive. Ooh, here we go. I typed in how to become. <laughs> how to become what? <laughs> so I just typed in how to become sex. Oh. Um, how to become sexually attracted to someone. Interesting. I feel like that's pretty natural. How to become sex worker? How to become sexually active? Next, next thing is how to become sexually active again. <laughs> and then at the bottom is how to become sexually attracted to someone again. Interesting. There you go. How to become sexiest man alive? They're just telling me about Paul Rudd. I don't. Ooh, here's the secret. Here's the secret <laughs> oh, formula. You just have to be Paul Rudd. Simple. They gave me a secret formula. Here we go. Uh, drop the instruments and get on the big screen. Kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tuck a blockbuster movie franchise under your belt. All right. Paul Rudd nailed it. Get a U.S. passport. Hey. Have one of those. Don't need one of those. Be 38.9 years old. So we got a couple of years. Yeah, we got time to prepare. <laughs> Have appeared on at least five people covers already. Ugh, that's a tough one. I've only been on two. Yeah, you got to get going. And that's it. That's all you have to do. Wow. Imagine right. if that's literally what it is. Like, like that's every person that's form. ever won it has had those things. I guess you can. I'm going to see if I can nominate someone for Sexiest Man Alive. I feel like the 38.9 would make it tough. You nom- like, what if they just are doing the vote when it's not my 38.9 year <laughs> on this earth? <laughs> someone for Sexiest. Man alive. I'm going to see if I can nominate you, CJ. Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, people nominated themselves. Jason what? Momoa did. Well deserved. Why? Yeah, why did it take him nominating himself to get nominated? He should have been nominated years ago. And the next two options were Stephen Colbert and Kevin Hart. That's enough, enough funny business. Huh? These are terrible. These are just terrible answers. Alright, CJ. I can't, I can't nominate you. I apologize. It's nothing that's you okay. did wrong. It's what Hollywood did to you. I'll try to convince myself that's true. <laughs> um, any closing notes on stuff? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Oh, I never actually told you what I'm doing at Disney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's end with that. Where are we starting? Uh, yeah, we're uh, going at night. They have their Christmas party starting. Let me and... just check what time it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's November 10th. Yeah, they got their Christmas party starting. Ugh. So the park opens. You, it's, you have to get a special pass sick. for it. But the park opens at like 9 p.m. to 1 p.m. Ooh. or 1 a.m. <laughs> so we're going to be night Disney partying it up. It's not Christmas yet. Sorry. 
Wait, what does this, what does night partying it up mean? Oh, we can go on rides at night. That's that's it. That's huh? gonna be after dinner somewhere. Have a few drinks in me too. <laughs> Do all the rides go in reverse because it's nighttime? That'd be cool. Although Soren in reverse would just be watching a backwards video. What's that? What's that one? Soren. Oh, you would like Soren. It just like you just uh, literally you sit in a chair. It lifts you up a little bit, and then it's kind of like you're just on a hang glider thing. You're, like, so, you're sitting. So you're just Soren. Soren. Nice. Oh, dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Oh my gosh! You gotta go on that ride when we go to Disney. <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> Uh, that ride sounds like a dino boar. Yeah. Well, when we go, I'll give you the dino tour. We've used all these. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to end the podcast because I, I got to hit the dino door. But... <laughs> <laughs> there's dinos galore. <laughs> we should end it in a second early. <laughs>